Welcome to podcast number one. No. <laughs> well, hello everyone. Welcome to Trailer Tales episode number one, the debut episode. First one with Alessia and Georgia. Hello, we're sat on our friend's floor. That is the reality <laughs> of uni rugby at the moment. Basically, at the time of recording, we're in pre-season and it's... Very, the housing situation is quite squished, so we're on base, we're in our friend's living room, which is great. Which is great, we're very grateful that they could have us. Yeah, but yeah, the only quiet corner we've been able to find is a bit of floor, which mm-hmm. is lovely. But for anyone who's wondering, we are at the University of Exeter, we are, we're both going to our second year. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> now our degrees count basically. Yeah, we actually have to put in some work. Um, so I'm taking international relations and spanish and uh, yeah. i'm taking um english which is great <laughs> yeah i'm alessia <laughs> i'm georgia so i I'm, i do english so. so we know the voices yes um so we're this episode is basically going to be um an introduction to us so you guys can like get to know us i guess before you listen to episodes more of our listening of our speaking or listening and also we wanted to maybe give a little introduction to our favorite sport which is rugby union of course not Mm. league unfortunately disgusting don't have the fitness for that um so we wanted to give a little brief overview of what it is for anyone who maybe is listening to this thinking that they want to go into rugby Mm. uh and want to give it a go they want to know just the basics about it what it's all about and like how to find your local rugby club and the pathways that you can take from that and that'll be from our like perspective of as like young girls who went into rugby i went a bit younger than georgia and georgia started last week (laughs) (laughs) um so we thought that we would basically explain how we got started in rugby and our rugby journeys that have led us to kind of where we are today so alessia how did you get started in rugby and what's your rugby journey been so it's been a bit of a long one i'm now about to turn 19 but in year seven when i was still 11 i started playing for my school it was the first year that they were doing women's rugby up in durham in the north um which was really exciting and then i was playing in a tournament and i got asked to do county rugby just straight up because i hadn't really known that there was that sort of pathway that next step so i went to county rugby it was great um carried on doing training at my first club which was houghton um i went from school and then started county and club kind of at the same time. Um, and then from club in my last year, um, yeah, 13 actually, it all kind of happened all at once. And went up the next level and started doing my Centre of Excellence, uh, which was the Northeastern Cumbria, which was a great opportunity. It had just come out of COVID, so took a while for it to get set back up after that. Um, and then... The Newcastle Falcons had a sort of academy for girls going once a week. So had that as well, all at the same time as A-level. So it got all a bit stressful, like training five times a week. Um, But yeah, that was my rugby journey. And then came to Exeter, did a couple of weeks pre-season last year. Was exhausted, but loved it. And now I'm back doing it again and still completely in love with it. Nice. Has your, like, experience of rugby how have you noticed it or have you noticed it change from going from the north of england to going to the south of england there's so many more girls 
down in the south that play, which is nothing against the northeast. I think it just hasn't been as developed um, up there as it has down in the south. Like it's just not on the same level with the amount of clubs that are available. Like the city where I'm from, Durham, um, only just a couple of years ago started a women's team, not even a girls or anything, mm. uh, just women's touch, and it's doing amazing that club actually they've gone they've just gone into they obviously had to start from the bottom in the leagues yeah. they've gone up a league they won their league last year which was great and now they've started introducing contact which is really great but obviously well not obviously but it is a lot more like um older ladies who are more interested in doing it for fitness and trying to find a new sport which is amazing but it would be great if there was a bit more of a baseline for younger girls because i had to yeah. travel half an hour every time i wanted to go to my club because yeah. there was nothing around me. For my uh, centre of excellence, there were girls who would come and stay overnight for the training. Oh my god! Because they had to come from Cumbria, which Lake District was hours away. Yeah. And they had to miss school for it. And like it shows how, that women really are interested in doing it and really want to do it, but the facilities just aren't mm. quite there yet in the yeah. north. I'd say. I think Rugby. now that there's not a Premiership club north of Loughborough, like it's not gonna. Yeah, help. like Sale. Is kind of the closest, yeah. and even they were threatened with yeah. sort of uh, closure, basically, which yeah. was really, it's really, really sad. sad. Yeah. It's not very progressive. No, and it just puts more of a strain on young girls who want to get involved, but it doesn't give them anything to look up to, mm. not from the North anyway. Yeah. But anyway, we'll get on to that in more depth later on. How about your rugby journey? So, yeah, it started yesterday, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was last week. Yeah. <laughs> just woke up so um I didn't unlike Alessia I didn't start rugby until college so when I was 16 um I'd always been around rugby my family was always very into rugby and my brother played and my dad played but I just was like never not that I wasn't interested I was just like it doesn't look like something I could do and it looks very intimidating um to join which is like my perceptions were so warped um so I did like my lo- like local college trial at 16 and then that first year 2020 was obviously covid so there was nothing at all yeah. ever um, it was a bad year yeah it was a bad year um and then I joined Winchester RFC which was literally like the best decision I've ever made like it is so welcoming like I always say to any girls in the area like if you are looking for a club go to Winchester and it's really nice because they're like reaping the rewards of the amazing club and the values that they've instilled because so many girls are now going which is great yeah. and they're attracting loads of girls from across the county which is mm-hmm. lovely to see got into county and um did that which is really fun in my last year um and then my fr- i didn't know where i wanted to go to university like i had no idea um and i was pretty just undecided but I knew I didn't want to take a gap year so when my friend said she was going to Exeter and the rugby's great there I was like sweet I'll go (laughs) Um, easy (laughs) easy win and then um didn't think I was gonna get the results and then email Poppy and was like Poppy Leach is our coach by the way she's amazing she's incredible and was like hey I would like to start rugby. And she was like, cool, like, come to the fresher trials. Um, and then, yeah, went to the fresher trials and then got to the fresher trials and then made friends with everyone. So, yeah, that's kind of how um, I got started. But I think it's important 
to note that you can start rugby at literally any age. Mm-hmm. Like, no, loads of girls we know have started at university. One of our coaches literally started at university in America at, like, 21, 23, something yeah. like that. I can't remember quite. But she is now an international. Like, she plays for America and starts every week for Exeter Chiefs. And she's incredible. She's, like, the best player I know. She's amazing. Yeah, like... Yeah, basically, yeah, <laughs> that's another way. Like, she's another demonstration of someone who like hadn't like wasn't doing like German stuff like that. Mm. Just gave it a go, yeah. loved it, and was amazing yeah. at it. Yeah. Um. So, if you are someone who's never played rugby before, how would you find your local rugby club? How would you get into it? A Google. <laughs> no. Um, I feel like obviously Google is mm. gonna have to be your first step. First protocol a lot of yeah. the time probably no rugby clubs near me jobs are good <laughs> yeah but a lot of the time it is yeah it's just worth looking at those and then seeing if they have a women's side mm. sometimes unfortunately that is not the case but I think especially in recent years it is becoming a lot more common so all I'd say is just just go like it's gonna be really scary you yeah. know these girls are gonna have been friends for a while and are gonna know each other but that's how you get to know people like everyone's a stranger at the start like everyone's been through it and Mm. starting rugby was definitely the best decision I ever made and like taking it seriously but even if you don't take it seriously even if you just start up you will just make friends for life and um you'll make such important connections especially at uni I think um it's helped me thrive extra um having so many amazing people around so i think just like words of mouth like if you say you know if you know someone that plays rugby just being like where would you recommend going because they're gonna know yeah because they'll obviously play each other on weekends um and also like if you're really not sure you can always just go down to a local rugby club and be like i'm thinking of starting rugby um you know can i join in and i'm sure they'll be like yes <laughs> we've both found that our local teams have touch teams so that's mm. what i started do- doing at durham um winchester rfc if anyone's in the area <laughs> <laughs> yeah Train um, on wednesdays 7 30 to 9 no not d u r f c d what <laughs> durham city rugby club that's anyway um so i joined a men well not a men's touch it's a touch that is for every like yeah rug, touch rugby that is for everyone at the time it was predominantly men but then i've been going i started going um then i got the friends to start going everyone loved it yeah and everyone just develops which it's been great it was like um sort of guys who've been playing for so so long mm-hmm. uh it's great to get some knowledge um also so, yeah. fun and yeah. like fitness over summer. I love touch rugby. Yeah, we we um we interested to do a really good like casual touch on Tuesdays and like really competitive touch on the Thursdays, mm. and it's all the club together, which and like like friends of friends come and it's like it's really really good fun and also yeah. it's great for fitness for preseason. <laughs> but even not for fitness, <laughs> like you can do as much or as little as you want. Yeah, yeah. It's I just think pressure. those sort of clubs are always great and um. But yeah, touch rugby, if you're fancying it, I'd give that mm. a go as well. Um, yeah. Because if you're scared of contact, firstly, there is no need to be. When yeah. you get taught how to play rugby, you get ta- taught to not get hurt, basically. Obviously, injuries happen, like yeah. in any sport, but you get taught how to not make it painful. So if that is something that is hindering anyone, I would try and not let that get to you too much. 
Um, but yeah, if they don't quite have a women's team yet, for example, just go to the touch team if they have one. Yeah, you know, it's really great. good. And also, like, I feel like once you get to like 18, 19, if you want to play contact, there'll be neighbouring teams that will probably be wanting people. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about the different pathways that are available in England from our experience. So um, Alessia said that she did her CV stuff. Um, so CV is Centre of Excellence. The step below the step below England. <laughs> no. So it goes sort of England and then it Age goes... Grade. Like say eighteen under, under yeah. so this is from school. Yeah. You've got England under eighteens, and then you've sort of got England, north and south. Yeah, yeah, just below that, and then you get your centre of excellence, and then you have county under that, mm-hmm. and you have club rugby. Mm-hmm. But these are just the different pathways that you can take yeah. after that if you want to take it any more seriously, yeah. and they're great. They're really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very yeah. good to do the in terms of age groups at club level um you can start rugby at any age you have people yeah. at my rugby clubs like eight like barely able to walk and holding like a mini rugby ball. rugby tots is yeah. adorable um but at um at 12 you boys and girls split you so. can literally play rugby at any age mm-hmm. rugby tots um is adorable and kids are basically holding a rugby ball at the same time as learning to walk that's very cute (laughs) Um, and then for girls it goes under 12s and then it goes under 15s then it goes under 18s and then most areas have women's counties now for example in my county area which is hampshire donna rose who is a sari's prop she really encourages like place to step up into women's county um she's done that a lot in recent years so uh, my lovely friend caris she um played in county she now plays the quins so mm-hmm. it's a really good like um program really good way to get involved and also i found it really nice to like play and train with players from different teams mm-hmm. like that's how i've met like a load of my best friends today yeah in county Gets you out of your, like, club rut. Which, obviously, club girls, lovely. But it's always good to, like, play against your... Comp- no, play with your competition as yeah, well. Yeah, I agree. Like, gives you... A bit more unity, and also it's quite fun when you go and play them with your club. And you, yeah, it's a little the personal nips thing, like, playing against your friends. Um, yeah, so if I have stayed up in the northeast rather than coming down to the southwest, I would have done my county, which I think only got set up a couple of years ago for the mm. women's. But it's there now, which is great. Yeah. Um, so it's getting there. Um, yeah. So, yeah, count, it goes up to counties. Under-18s for women's. And then for my club, we then had women's. So that was anyone over the age of 18. But specifically for county, it went to under-20s for mm. women after under-18s. And then it just went to county, I believe, if there was one. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's those different paths. That was my foot, not my fart. There's, there's lists and pathways that you can get involved in if you're looking to progress with your rugby, and all of them are really rewarding, and it's all, yeah, really, really good fun. Mm-hmm. So, in terms of... So, you found a club, you want to get started in rugby, you want to progress up these pathways that we just talked about. Yeah. How do you actually play rugby? <laughs> so, we're just going to say some of the basic, basic rules 
that you should probably be aware of yeah. um, in your, you know, first season of rugby. I was not aware. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but your main aim is to score as many points as you can as it is in many games. Mm, um, so and you can do that either by putting the ball down on the try line, which is like a goal sort of line. Like a goal in football, got a try line in rugby, except it's stretched across the whole pitch. Yeah. Or you can kick a ball through the posts, um, which are the funny looking sticks in the middle of the pitch. H um, The H, yes, that's the one. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's how you score the points. Pretty simple one. Um, so, in terms of the main rule of rugby, passing backwards <laughs> is... <laughs> it'd be it ideal if you did that. <laughs> um, so, if you didn't pass backwards, um, there would be a scrum. And scrums happen for knock-ons. Which is hitting the ball forward yeah. and it hitting off the ground. Yeah. Um, or off another player. Yeah, ball travelling forwards by you, it's then the other team's scrum. Um, so yeah, when the ball goes forward, basically, it's a scrum. Which is eight people, well... Eight people. As a standard eight, but you often... It's like six bound scrums. Like we have that. Quite yeah, in oh. women's at times, yeah. there's not quite just the literally because of lack of numbers. Yeah, so it goes down a little bit. But the general rule is eight people in the scrum with the number nine, which is a great position. One that neither of us are very expert on. Well, but I don't know. Basically, <laughs> feeds the ball into this group of people pushing against each other, fighting for the ball, and whoever wins the scrum as Wins in the gets ball. the ball out the back of theirs gets the ball and the game carries on um mm. so that's if the ball goes forward whereas if the ball goes out of the sidelines of the pitch mm-hmm. it is a line out which is very fun and the number two throws the ball into basically a group of people from both teams who lift up their chosen players in the air and compete for the ball in the air mm-hmm. so lots of competing yeah those are just the main basic basic rules i mean when you yeah. get there i'm sure your teams will be very happy to show you the main yeah and run forwards yeah that do run is forwards. very and with a lot of intention because people are going to try to tackle you yeah and bring you get you to the ground and steal the yeah. ball off you so you yeah. want to just run as hard as you can so this player has found their club. They want to progress at the pathways. They know some basic rules. <laughs> what should they bring to their first session? They need to definitely bring some boots with some grip. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily rugby boots if you're not sure whether you want to get into the sport yet or not. Yeah. But if there's any, for example, football boots lying around the house or literally just some trainers with some grip. Otherwise, you do end up slipping. Rugby's often played in very muddy conditions mm. or in summer very very dry and you just slip on wet. the ground yeah yeah um and wet yeah always wet in england um so yeah just bring some shoes with grip also um if you decide that you do want to progress in rugby or you're really certain you want to start bring a mouth guard so or a gum shield as it is colloquially known <laughs> um so handy for contact yeah so you can get these from literally your teeth. yeah you can get these from any sports shop mm-hmm. i got one from sports direct opro um partner with england rugby are really good ones but you can i would you can also get others other brands are available yeah. um 
and these helped with um, protecting your teeth because obviously it's a very dangerous sport and um, many other things So, and you also have to have them for contact but they're also great to have you look maybe a little bit silly you've got a massive piece of rubber in your mouth but it does definitely save you, you. I've yeah. never had any teeth problems yeah. in like 8 years of playing yeah. so yeah. definitely get one you might look silly but yeah. it's definitely worth it yeah um, and that's about it and some water lots of water yeah and that's literally it um, I remember people showing up for their first session literally in just leggings and a t-shirt like yeah this is obviously um, that was my experience with girls um yeah. Because we find that a lot of the time women have sort of not got any idea to expect, whereas men have been, men or boys have sort of had it pushed into them from a young school age. Like, mm. boys have played rugby in secondary school. I remember, it was a bit unfortunate. Um, in my school, I only ever did two hours of rugby in the entire seven years that yeah, I was at that same. secondary school. Um, obviously didn't DP in A-level, so five years and the boys did it every year for many many hours like terms of rugby we literally had two hours and we were passing the ball forwards and I'd been playing already since year seven this was in like year nine or ten and I was like this is so counterintuitive and is just not a great example of how rugby is really and it just like everyone was like this is so stupid and I was like well this isn't actually what it is um so we if you feel really unprepared, going to a club. Yeah. yeah, clubs are where it's at. Um, <clears throat> schools, I think schools are getting a bit better, but mm. my so my college was really good because um, yeah. Mike Marchant is their coach and was also he's the coach for the Winchester Women's Touch Team. So there's lots of like nice um, continuous coaching, which is lovely, and it was really very good at. I went to P. Simmons and um, the rugby was great there because it was like every Wednesday and Monday, a couple of hours, and most people did gym as well. Like oh I didn't because. That's really great that they had that. <laughs> yeah. But we did like Rosser Park. That that. It's a really good schools tournament. Extra College, amazing. That's the thing. We never mm. like had any of that available. Like the most we play yeah. would be like three games a year and yeah. then we'd have. The, like county tournament where there'd be like four no not even county the like schools tournament where there'd be like four schools in, you know, and it was just so bad first hampshire um rugby for women's there was two teams and they were our two a team and our b team oh <laughs> that is that's a lot of teams <laughs> anyway so i hope you enjoyed listening to this episode um, thank you very much for listening yeah. and we hope you learned lots and we hope cut that, that one off there yeah because we need to sleep we have a big day very exciting times ahead it um, is right and we will keep you tuned for when the next podcast comes up Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Tryline Tales. If you did enjoy it, be sure to subscribe to us on your podcast platform of choice. We are on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify with plans to expand. Leave a review letting us know what you thought of this week's episode and also where you are listening from because we'd love to know. You can also keep up to date with us via our Instagram, which is at Tryline Tales Podcast. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time for another episode of Tryline Tales with Georgia Rolton and Alessia Skeet. Bye! Bye. <laughs>